from Genesis chapter 32 verses 22 to 26 and he rose up that night he took his two wives and his two women servants and his eleven sons and passed over the ford Jabok and he took them and sent them over the brook and sent them over that he had and Jacob was left alone and were wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day and we saw that and when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh. And the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint as he wrestled with him. And he said, let me go for the daybreaker. Then he said, I will not let thee go except thou bless me. Hallelujah. I want to title this message, Earthly Action for Heavenly Reaction. Can you say that at home? Earthly Action for Heavenly Reaction. Amen. There are actions that you do on earth that guarantees reaction in heaven. From yesterday, we understand that is the thought this fasting and prayer is going. The actions that you do on earth guarantees a reaction in heaven. The Bible says the God of Israel enthrones himself in the praises of his people. When you and I praise, he is enthroned. The Bible says, out of the mouths of babes and infants, God has ordained praise to still the avenger and silence the enemy. When you and I praise, you are giving the power to God, to strength and power to God to silence the enemy. Hallelujah. Your praise is directly related by God silencing your enemy. If you are praising, the enemy is silenced. Hallelujah. A heavenly reaction will come when you have an earthly action. How many of you believe that? That's why I told you, if you are sitting at home, let there be an earthly action. Let the Lord see how much importance that you're giving to this fasting and prayer, that you're sitting at, you sit at home, capturing every word, attentive to the word, open your Bible, don't look this side and that side and your phone and that side. Don't be distracted, be silent, be still in the presence of God. Hallelujah. I hope you are attending the church as you usually attend. Hallelujah. Standing up in your place with reverence, with holy awe. Hallelujah. What you do in the church is that which you should do into your home because we are bringing the church into your home. Hallelujah. We are, hallelujah. The Lord is releasing His Shekinah as we are releasing in the worship and in the word, the Shekinah, the doxa is coming upon your life, is filling your homes. Pastor was saying that while he was studying the scriptures, he was saying that it seems that almost everything in the Old Testament. Hallelujah. He was saying, it almost feels like the power of God and the manifestation of God in the Old Testament outweigh the things in the New Testament. Hallelujah. It was not supposed to be on that way because we have a better covenant. We are New Testament church. Hallelujah. We are supposed to be walking in the better manifestation of God's glory and God's power. We are supposed to be, hallelujah, walking better than the Old Testament saints. We are supposed to be, hallelujah, praise God, in a better, hallelujah, place as, hallelujah, people of the better and the new covenant. Imagine, the children of Israel had only one pair of shoes and they walked in the desert for 40, uh, 40, 40 years. Look at the way the Red Sea was split into two. It was real. Look at the way that one Joshua prayed and the Bible says the sun stood still. They were waiting for the moon to come but the moon never came because one man prayed and the sun stood still till the battle was over and the victory came. Just imagine how they saw manna coming from heaven. Hallelujah. 
Blessed be the name of the Lord. Elijah prayed and the, literally the fire came. Blessed be the name of the Lord. That was the kind of manifestation that God did in the Old Testament. And it was not supposed to be that way. In the New Testament, in the place that we are living in, we should be seeing much more manifestations. But why are we not seeing that way? The difference is that the people in the Old Testament valued it more than the people who are living in today's generation. The difference was the value that they placed, the priority that they had. Hallelujah. There was an earthly action from the Old Testament saints. So they saw the heavenly reaction. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In the Old Testament, even a donkey communicated. Today's pastors can't communicate to you. To the Old Testament, even the donkey could speak to people and they would listen. Today, whatever pastor says will not go into the heart. Look at the difference. In the Old Testament, the people had the fear God. They had an awe of the reverence of God. They had prioritized God. They placed a value on God. They had reverence and respect and honor for the servants of God who God released the word. The Old Testament, if they would hear the same things God has spoken, they would still take it in. Today, we are not hearing the voice of God, we are hearing messages. As I've heard this message before, that's not important. Has this message become real? If not, that means you have to hear this message again. New Testament people are all about hearing one message after another, they are not getting the breakthrough, the anointing, the oil, the glory in that message. That's why the message is not becoming a testimony. Your mess is not turned into the message. Look at the New Testament in Luke chapter 5 and the 17th verse. The power of the Lord was present to heal them. Jesus was in that room and the Bible says the power of the Lord was present to heal everyone in that room. But only one person got healed. Why? Verse 21 says and the scribes and the Pharisees who were in that room the verse 21 says, began to reason saying, Who is this which speaketh blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? The Bible says they perceived in their thoughts. They started rationalizing. They started intellectualizing. They started reasoning. The power of God was present, but they were rationalizing and saying, Who is this man? In Luke 4, Jesus has said, The anointing of the Lord is upon me to preach the good news to the poor, to set the captives free, to release the prisoners, to bind up the brokenhearted, to give sight to the blind, and to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Jesus already spoke about him, and then he said, Hallelujah! Today in your hearing, the scripture is fulfilled. So he already said that in Luke chapter 4. If somebody who was really thirsty, prioritized was there, they would have jumped forward and received everything Jesus had. But instead of that, the Bible says they started reasoning. Verse 22 says, And all bear him witness and wondered at the gracious words which proceeded out of his mouth. And they said, Is this not Joseph's son? The people were debating. Jesus had said the most powerful word. Gracious words were flowing out of his mouth. Hallelujah. He said the anointing of God is upon me to preach the good news to the poor. To heal every blind eye and to set every captive. But they are only rationalizing. They are only seeing in the human level. And they are only seeing Joseph's son, the carpenter's son. A small carpenter sitting there. People were very casual. Today whether it's on social media. Look at people's expression. People don't fear God. Look at the jokes that they send. They don't fear God. Matthew chapter 13, 55 to 58 in, in the gospel of Matthew. They said the same thing is written it there. It's not this carpenter's son. It's not his mother called Mary and his brother and James and Joseph and Simon and Judas and his sisters. Are they all not with us? When then had this man all these things and they were offended in him but Jesus said unto him a prophet is not without honor save in his own country and his own house and he did not do mighty works because of their unbelief they began to analyze his humility they be, sorry they began to 
analyzed his humanity and missed his divinity. They began to analyze his humanity and they missed his divinity. They did not see God standing there in the form of flesh, in the, in the form of Jesus. Even in these days, God uses human, fragile, weak vessels. But there is a point in the scripture where God ministered through weak vessels. The Spirit of God uses weak vessels. But if you think, oh, I know him. He's, I know him for the last 20 years. If you say, I know Chaka, I know Chaka for 20 years. If you, if you see me like that, or if you look at it, oh, I know Pastor Rajesh, he's been coming when he was 20 years. I've seen him from young days. If you see men and not God moving through them, you will miss out. There's an anointing that is moving here. You will only see the humanity. You will not see a divine treasure, anointing flowing that is able to cast out every devil and to heal you and to put you in a place of glory and honor. You will miss out. There is a supernatural anointing that is flowing through weak men because of the power that is inside. Familiarity brings condemn. Familiarity is the greatest disease in the 21st century inside the church. That's why they don't see only one or two people who are sitting in the front will see the manifestations of God's glory. Lift your hands and say, Jesus, let me never miss out a move of the Holy Spirit. Let God's presence envelop me, Lord. Hallelujah. Let His tangible presence set me free. In the name of Jesus. It almost feels like in the Old Testament, people were hungry for God. When people come to church, you know, as a pastor, it's almost that, you know, they come to get married and they think that if I get married to the most beautiful girl, have children, if I get my business through, that is the greatest breakthrough. That's the ultimate thing. But that's not the ultimate thing. The ultimate thing is within you. There is an undying hunger for Jesus, undying love for Jesus, an appetite for Jesus, a craving for the presence of God, a craving for the revival move of God. That when it keeps increasing day by day, you know that you are in the right place at the right time with the right people. Hallelujah. Amen. You know that you are under the cloud by day and fire by night. You know that you are living in a different atmosphere, in a different realm. You know that, hallelujah, Psalm 91, 14, which says, if he cling to me, I will deliver him. You are in a place of clinging. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The biggest thing is not getting married and children and family. That's all blessings of God. But there is something more. That's what we understand from this, this passage of scripture. In Genesis chapter 32, 22 and 23, the Bible says, And he rose up that night and took his two wives. In the covenant we are in, you can have only one. And his two women servants and his... 11 sons and passed over the fort Jabuk and he took them and sent them over to the brook and sent them over that he had and sent over all that he had the first thing Jacob did he put aside his wife, children, wealth and said I am hungry for an encounter he kept everything aside and said Lord I am hungry for an encounter how many of you will do that these three days Set aside everything that you have, the normal phone calls, everything. And said, Lord, I'm hungry for God. I'm going to spend more time spending time and gazing onto the presence of God. Hallelujah. Less activity, more time with God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. A deep desire within. All his wealth of 20 years of hard labor. All he that possesses a wife, children, servants, left everything. And he said, I'm hungry for an encounter again. God will react. He will meet with you. That is our hallelujah thought tonight. Earthly action for a heavenly reaction. He'll meet with you. 
when you place him as number one when you say beyond everything what matters to me is you lord the psalmist said as a deer panteth for the water so my soul longeth for you matthew 5 says blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness you shall be filled you cannot have an encounter unless you learn to place value on jesus and his moments of revival what is more valuable to you we have messages on net a lot of preaching is going on there are even actually messages that takes makes you powerless pastor was saying you know some of the message like jesus has done everything so you don't need to do anything that is definitely true concerning your salvation and forgiveness and the redemption definitely he has done everything but if that makes you think that you don't have to do anything you don't have to pray you don't have to seek the lord you don't have to come to church you don't have to be connected to another believer my brother my sister you have understood the bible wrong people who believed it people who got a revelation of it people who wrote it like apostle paul apostle peter you will see totally opposite reactions they were spirit led they were zealous they were on the move they were preaching the gospel in season and out of season they spent their time fasting and praying and seeking after the lord it was one of those time while peter was fasting that he got a revelation to go into the gospel to take into the gentile world Jesus himself in Luke 14 4 and 16 towards says he went to the church like usual the bible says some 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 of the verses says as it was the custom he went into the synagogue for Jesus it was a custom to go into the synagogue it was a usual thing once a pastor said there came three people for prayer for the same intention all of them were entering politics and they wanted to be the next leader of the country three different parties came to this pastor for prayer and he prayed for all three people to become the minister so his associate pastor asked pastor you prayed for all these three people for the same thing to be answered how could god answer all the three with the same answer or do you or who do you think who is going to be answered out of these three so he said he said let me tell you which of my three people who came which of them is going to see the effect of the prayer that i made which of them is going to see the manifestation let me let me tell you he said the number one the first person came he said he was sitting in the car and some of his aides came and called the pastor out of the church found him called him out pastor came next to the car and he uh, 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 reached out with his hand and asked him to pray so pastor from outside prayed inside the car and at felt prayer and this guy went for out another guy who wanted to become the minister came out of the car after all the service was over he came out and he asked pastor to pray the pastor prayed the same prayer the same intention but there was the third man who was the least of the one qualified of the three of them the least of them the least of the all the three you know the least of them when he came he came on the beginning of the service he came with a hungry heart as the worship was going on he was kneeling down before him like a normal man like a humble man and was crying before the law and after all the service he came kneeling down before the man of god and said would you pray for me And this pastor told his associate pastor although he is the least of all all of them this man will become the next prime minister of the country oh hallelujah blessed be the name of the lord hallelujah if you understood what i just said lift your hands and say lord help me to always place value on the things that are from heaven hallelujah glory to god out of the three he is the one who placed the value on that prayer rest of them came like a cliche like usual 
blessed be the name of the Lord. He placed the value on that prayer. They placed value in the Old Testament. Especially on the temple. They believe the glory of God is in this temple. They placed value on the servants of God. Jehoshaphat said, I will not move an inch. If Is there a prophet of God who I can inquire? I will not want to take a step. He's the one who said in 2 Chronicles 20, 20, trust in the Lord and you will prosper. Trust in the prophets and you shall be established. They place value on the servants of God. For us, everything is normal. A Friday service, if we have time, we will join in. But after the worship and the talk starts, suddenly you will see people joining in. This is usual. They just have to say what pastor has to say. But there are other people who fast and pray and seek out the Lord and say, it's not about what a man is going to say. What is the word from heaven? In the olden days, I would see people on their birthdays, on their anniversaries would call me and say, what is the word from heaven? What is the word from God? Today, nobody calls. Many man or two. Those are the people who will experience the power of God. Who will see the manifestation of God's blessing over their lives. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, if you are really come into this fasting and prayer with a joyful, with an expectant heart, by the time this meeting is over, you will know God has done something great for you. The Lord today, hallelujah, as I was praying in the spirit, only gave me one. He said, I will do something great. I will do something great. It's only what he gave me. I will do something great. I will do something great. Lift your hands and say, God will do something great. Oh, God will do something great. God will do something great. Amen. We have been passionately praying, attending the service. You will see that move. But God, in the name of Jesus, may it be so. You will see that you will be the one who will take that move. Number two, what did Jacob do? The Bible says he wrestled with the angel of God in Genesis chapter 32 and the 24th verse says, and Jacob was left alone and there was a, and there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. Did you notice the scripture? He didn't say a man appeared. The man was there. He wrestled with the man. Most probably it was the angel of God when we read through the Bible. It was the angel of God that has been with Jacob even while he left the father and, 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 and ran from his brother. The angel was there. The only thing that he did not recognize it. The angel was always there. Even when he left his father 20 years ago, the angel was there but he never saw it. Maybe while he was in Laban's house, his father-in-law's house, the angel was there. He did not recognize it. The angel of God was always around him, but he never saw it until he placed value, left everything else and said, I have to meet with the Lord. I need an encounter with the Lord. And suddenly he was wrestling. Rampa, Shanta, Roto, Ombra, Doste, Brentenese, Lantenese, Antama, Shanta, Raka, O Pranaste, Blonte, Nemese, Ehazi. Jesus. Jesus. Until he placed, he lay aside everything to seek the face of God. Sometimes you are wrestling with your past. You are wrestling with your future. Sometimes it's some kind of fear that has gripped your soul. But I pray that tonight, that the Holy Spirit will enable you to recognize the angel that God has already released years back in your life. 
He will help you to recognize the work that He's doing in the inside of you. Hallelujah. So that a greatness is awaiting you in the outside of you. You will, hallelujah, see the angel that is in the midst of your wrestling. Maybe you need to see a change in yourself. Maybe you need to see a change in yourself. Amidst that struggling. Only then, sometimes new will be revealed. You have to see that. Your hands and say, in my struggle, something new will be revealed. In Jesus' name. When God becomes the purpose of your existence, nothing else matters. You're pursuing God, nothing else matters. It doesn't matter what people do it to you or do against you or do for you. It doesn't matter who speaks what about you. It doesn't matter to you. You're just pursuing the Lord. You are pursuing the Lord. It doesn't matter when somebody wants to break a relationship with you. You pray and hope they won't. But if they break off, what to do? I like what pastor said. He said, Holy Spirit told him, even people who are close to you, and if somebody wants to leave, doesn't matter. Because if one John gone, two John will come. If two John gone, three John will come. If one Samuel go, two Samuels will come. That's always in the kingdom of God. If anyone goes, he'll replace with more. Hallelujah. Who stays with you? Who doesn't stay? Doesn't matter. You are pursuing the Lord. You are following the Lord if you understood. Hallelujah. If you understood that, you are the joy of the Lord. Amen. If you understood that, put your hands together. If you understood that, lift your hands and thank the Lord. You are pursuing the Lord no matter what. You are pursuing. You decide to follow after the Lord. If somebody else doesn't want to follow, it's up to them. Amen. And number three, what Jacob did, the Bible says he's wrestled all night. Are you here tonight, church? Now this is the most important part of this. Genesis 32 and 24, the verse says, Jacob was left alone and there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. Which means he wrestled all night until the breaking of the day. Open your mouth and say, Jacob wrestled all night. Understand the night seasons of your life. A season of loneliness, a season of questions, a season of stagnation, a season of seemingly emotion. And when nothing is happening... And when all your efforts are gone for a six and there is no result on all your efforts, it almost seems God is silent. It's a night season. The more you fuss, the more attacks come against you, you feel. You're looking for light and darkness is what you see. Your experiences are not matching your expectation. You pray for good and evil comes. That's night season. Don't be discouraged. It is not for you to sit down. You need to get back, get up, and look for, for, for the Lord, for Jesus. Bible says, for weeping endureth for the night, but joy comes in the morning. When nothing else is working, you tried everything, nothing is working. It's dark time. It almost feels that you are on the last mile on the last 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 step it almost feels like you're through you're done no almost come to an end of the thing that you've lost there's an index interesting scripture in Esther chapter 1 verse 15 16 Before we read that, lift your hands and thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Say, Jesus, call on the name of Jesus. 
Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I thank you. Jesus, I worship you. Jesus, I want to hear your voice. That's right. Esther 1, 15 and 16 says, What shall we do unto the queen Vasti, according to the law? Because she has not performed the commandment of the king, Ahasuerus, by the chamberlains. And Mimukan answered before the king and the princess, Vasti the queen had done Vasti the queen had not done wrong to the king only, but also to the princes and to all the people that are in all the provinces of King Ahasuerus. God is saying today, Memukan's time is up. Memukan's time is up. Who is Memukan? What is the spirit of Memukan? Look at Vasti, the queen was in the night season. The king has ordered a feast. The king wanted Queen Vasti, his wife, to come up and show forth her beauty. She refuses to come. Mimukan is one of the seven princes or, or counselors in that land. And what is a private matter between the king and the queen? He says it publicly. That's a Mimukan spirit. A Mimukan spirit is what? It was a private matter between the king and the queen. A family fight. But Mimukan is saying, we need to teach a lady a lesson. A passive statement by the king is amplified. What is a Mimukan spirit? Mimukan spirit is trying to teach you a lesson. Mimukan is somebody who will amplify a small matter. It was a small matter of the king. He made amplified. Hallelujah. The word Memukan means to reduce, impoverish, make poor, deprive of strength and vitality, made weaker or worse in quality. When the spirit attack you, you feel reduced, impoverished, poor, deprived of strength, discouraged, no strength, no vitality. Made worker weaker and worst in the quality. You'll see the worst of you coming out. That's what Memukan is. In the night season, Memukan shows up. Wants to make you weak and to make you lose your vitality, your power, your joy. Want to make you poor. Tonight in the name of Jesus, I speak for the victory over every Memukan spirit in your life in the name of Jesus. We rebuke that spirit. We rebuke that un clean spirit to leave our life and our family and our territory hallelujah and our resources everything what God has placed in our life let that spirit leave our family, our children all our relationships in the blood name of Jesus because Mimukan spoke vastly lost isn't it true that how many people get into our family matters it's a Mimukan spirit sometimes your neighbor knows your wedding anniversary. Your neighbor is more bothered about why you're not having a child after two years of marriage. They want to figure out everything that's happening. But you should say it doesn't matter. It's my family. Pray for people like that. God will give up, give them some other assignment. Memukan knew the power of his words. When you study scriptures, Bible scholars believe Memukan is the same guy called Haman or Haman who tried to bring Esther down from her throne. The same man who persecuted Esther later. He came against Vasti, he came against Esther. It is the power that finds you with words. It's a diabolic words. It's diabolic words that bring you down. Take the breath out of you. In the name of Jesus. I rebuke it now. I, feel, I sense 
the wind of God blowing and your breath coming back, your life coming back, your strength coming back, your anointing coming back, your honor coming back, your power, your glory, everything rising forth in the inside of you again. Psalm 141, Psalm 41, 5 says, My enemies speak evil of me. When shall he die and his name perish? Some of the enemies are waiting for us to die. That's Mimukan's spirit. It's called diabolic tongue, twisting tongue, controlling tongue. Psalm 140.11 says, Let not an evil speaker be established in the earth. Evil shall hunt the violent man to overthrow him. Let not an evil speaker be established in the earth. Evil shall hunt the violent man to overthrow him. Mimukan's spirit comes with words of pressure. He puts pressure on you with words. Convince you, entice you. Unite in the name of Jesus in the night season. A Memukan spirit has to be broken off. As you are fasting and seeking in prayer. In the beginning I said certain spirit leaves by fasting and prayer. Memukan spirit is one of them. Hallelujah. It got destroyed when Esther prayed for three days. Hallelujah. Oh, the same gallows that was prepared. Hallelujah. For Esther and God's people. It was in the same gallows. Memukan was destroyed. Haman was hung. Hallelujah. Tonight, on the third day, you will be the one who will standing before the king in favor. And the same gallows and the plans that were prepared for you will fall down, will be destroyed. The same enemy that came against you will be the same one will fall down in the name of the Lord. If you believe it, put your hands together and give a clap offering to Jesus tonight in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The same arrow that Saul threw on David but the same arrow, he fell dead. Hallelujah. Same arrow. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I feel the anointing of peace and breakthrough coming upon your life. Seven things about the Memukan spirit. Listen to me. It will exaggerate other people's errors and mistakes. It will recommend excessive punishment for errors and mistakes that can be easily forgiven. It will recommend that all your privileges be withdrawn. The honor that you enjoy to be withdrawn. It recommends demotion. It wants to remove and replace people on flimsy grounds. This Mimukan spirit will always target people with bright destiny to destroy them by painting negatively about them before authorities. The carrier of a Mimukan spirit has the loudest and most convincing voice. I rebuke that spirit in the name of Jesus. That spirit that was controlling the city, controlling God's people in this city. Tonight, as we are fasting and prayer, I break its power inside the city and over the city in the name of Jesus. I command it to leave and the people be free in the name of Jesus. Now, oh, we give you praise. Oh, we give you glory. Victory by the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. Vasti was a queen according to the law. She's a queen forever. But Memukan said, No, no, we need to put her out. So that will be a, that will be an example for everybody in the kingdom. If you are married, you are married for life. Lord, don't let anybody talk you out of your marriage. It's a Memukan spirit. Memukan talked the king out of his marriage. I pray tonight the marriages be restored. The one who is watching under the power of Memukan spirit, 
your marriage under the power of the devil i rebuke it in the name of jesus i command your life to be loosed and your family to be loosed and be connected back to the power of the covenant of marriage now in the name of the lord i prayed some but some tonight who are facing the pressures it might be peer pressure whatever it is causes you to give up on god give up on the things of god where you are enticed by people's words causing you to go another way leave church break relationships those are not from the holy spirit tonight in the name of jesus may the wisdom of god enter your soul may foolishness be leave let it leave in the rebuke it in the name of the lord the holy spirit set you free every memukan controlling spirit be broken in the name of jesus praise in the name of jesus thank him jesus name thank him thank him when you and i praise that spirit gets broken hallelujah it gets scattered oh from the lives of the souls of the people ara ba shatara bara dara dara oh la bara dara dara khadaga bara dura dara oh bala dara dara dura dara dara jara dara bara khadaga dara oh rabala dara jara dara bara sandara dara ओ शंभाराधन मन हड़ग बन दूरड़ा ओ दरा जरा दर बर हड़ग बर दरा दरा जरा ओ रगड़ा दरा जरा दरा 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 ओ जबरस्करा दरा दरे 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 हालेलुया ब्लेसेड बी द नेम ऑफ जीसस द मिमिकन विल ऑलवेज यूज द वीकनेसेस ऑफ योर्स अगेंस्ट यू the weaknesses the weakness of vasti was arrogance he used it against her in 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 luke chapter 22 and the third verse the bible says satan entered him he was a disciple speaking about judas entered him why because john 12 says he was already a thief it was not when the devil entered him that he became a thief bible says he was already a thief was already a thief he used his weaknesses against judas look at luke 22:31 and the lord said simon simon behold satan has desired to have you that it may sift you as wheat the original translation says satan has has asked for all of you all of you not just simon satan has asked for all of you and i prayed for you that your faith shall not fail jesus said i've already prayed for you i already fasted for you that your faith shall not fail not said fasted jesus said he's already prayed for you but we knew he was a person who fasted hallelujah look at judas he would have already known that he has a weakness and satan has asked for him he should not have opened the door wide open for the devil to enter in he should have been careful not to allow this memukan spirit to attack his weakness because jesus said i've already prayed for you come on somebody don't leave the gate open when satan is somehow trying to creep in if you keep the door open he will end up sitting in your bed that's why james 4:7 says submit to god ah yeah yeah resist the devil and he will flee from you are you somebody who submits to god are you somebody who submits to the word of god and resist the devil and he will flee from you when you saw that there is an attack like this don't yield to these kind of spirits don't shake hands with these devil don't shake hands with memukan a dark time is where plots are happening around your life when people are trying to demote you destroy you in that season ah oh, yeah don't be discouraged greater is he that is in you that he that is in the world do not yield to the devil submit to god hold on to god and say lord i will not let you go unless you bless me unless the day breaks for me unless the sun shines upon my life i will not let you go unless you do something supernatural unless you make me into an israel I will not let you go. Let that be our 
Усещат. What was the weakness of Vasti? The Memukan spirit will blind you to the repercussions that can happen because of your weakness. That's why when the spirit is around you, it can blind you to the repercussions. The repercussions of the things that can happen to you. The king is calling and the response is casual. She was blinded. What could happen? The consequence of being casual to the king. Sometimes pastor calls believers, you know, I want to meet you. Can you come over? They reply very casually. Not today, pastor. Because there is no more value attached to it. The one who used to come leaving everything and anything before now very casual. Repercussions. King is calling you. No, no. Pastoring is calling. Pastor is calling you to church. No. There's no value to it. You're a casual Christian. You have door. You have opened a door to the enemy. If tonight, if you are open before God, there's a way out. One man, once a man of God said, I like this, even if you don't fear God, at least fear the devil. Satan is looking for a chance. Satan has asked for all of you. He's looking for a chance. The emotions are temporary. Are you here tonight, church? Amen. Emotions are temporary, but actions are permanent. You will go through different emotions in your life, but never take an action based on that. Your action should be always, always and always based on God's word. You commit sin, you are blinded. There are consequences. You speak against a man of God, there are consequences. Not that any man of God wishes for anybody. This, teach him or her lesson. But if you keep doing it without any godly repentance, there are consequences. It's a fact that what the Mimukan spirit blinds you from your consequences. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. You might go through different emotions. Don't act on it. You might feel bad, but don't act on it. One man of God would have said something that you might not like it at that point of time. But go and submit to God's word. Don't react. It's something that will take you out of the covering. Emotions are temporary. Actions are permanent. Once you do it, and keep doing it. It's opening up a door. Tonight in the name of Jesus, the Holy Spirit envelop you. May every inroad that you have given for the devil, knowingly or unknowingly, be closed in the name of Jesus Christ. May every suggestion, every enticing word, everything that the enemy is using to manipulate and controlling you and leading you away from the purpose and plans of God be broken away from your life in the name of Jesus. Never to come back again. Oh, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. If you believe that, lift your hands and give a shout of praise. Put your hands together. Give a clap offering to Jesus. Oh, Lift your hands and say, I have victory in the name of Jesus. It's a God who forgives. Forgives all your sins. And He doesn't want to remember it anymore. But acknowledge it. Be honest. Some of you need to just get this word in your heart. Lift your hands. Just praise the Lord for two minutes tonight.
in a way that you know that you are set free from this evil attack call upon the name of the lord if you are in your home just stand up in your home just praise and call upon the name of the lord ask the lord to deliver you in this night season deliver you from every evil attack deliver you from every evil attack hallelujah if the lord is for you bible says who or what can be against you who or what can be against you come on church who or what can be even the spirit cannot be against you the lord is for you in all these things ha ya ya raba raba shanda raba ruda raba raba riba lagada ga raada raje udala baraga thalavana hando jari gadattala balavana dere gadaadala jaravana hattula jara odavala jarattala duradadara skaradara every spell of control be broken every memukan control be broken every evil attack be broken every blindness to be broken oh ya sakala baro shatta pradhati na prothani askaro pranoste oh la barakastara oh pradaste rebo roboshat oh tabaresya every wrong hallelujah emotions hallelujah rabathire negative emotions to go let not be translated into negative action jesus 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 most precious anointed name your people be free now in the name of jesus and then the power that is working inside of us i command you to be free i command you to be free i call you free i set you free in the name of jesus i set your hearts your lives your family your church free from the spirit of memukan in the name of jesus now may you find favor with god favor with man in the name of jesus again may the glory of god fill your life in jesus mighty and precious name if you believe it put your hands together give a clap offering to jesus oh hallelujah oh jesus 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 you pray like that he will deliver you from every snare of the enemy every net every trap that the enemy has placed you call upon the name of jesus immediate deliverer i like that word in acts 16:35 it says suddenly the chains broke i believe that kind of a time don't wait for next minute suddenly now now moment the bible says that time when jesus released the word the centurion understood that his servant got healed in the very moment hallelujah in this very moment you are healed hallelujah you are set free in the name of jesus hallelujah blessed be the name of the lord this very moment you feeling something just heavy leaving your soul heavy leaving your soul glory 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 fill your people afresh in jesus amen last couple more points the bible says he came to a place called jabok the word means jabok means pouring out a place of emptying a place of separation that's what we are doing something you need to learn to pour your heart before god you have to shed those tears before him don't act as if everything is okay when not it's okay when you're going through trouble struggles pour yourself before god cry yourself make those groanings give your emotions as an expression before god cry if you have to with loud cries jesus cried so that you'll never cry before men pour it out the struggles pour it out it is said it's a sign of maturity that the more you achieve the more empty you feel christian maturity in life is the more you achieve in life the more empty you feel the more you achieve there is pressure within you to do more for the lord do you have that pressure i want to do 
2020 June. Three months in lockdown. Some of you have done. Some of you are still waiting to do. Some of you, Holy Spirit is dealing with you. But if while the fasting is over, but something new come through your life. The biggest enemy to your next level is the complacency that sets in because of your last assignment. The biggest enemy to your next level is the complacency. Complacency that sets in because of your last assignment. You did last assignment well, you're okay, you're through. Hallelujah. Pour out. Empty yourself. Prophet said to Saul, the Saul in the Old Testament, prophet told him, while you were still small in your own eye, didn't God place you as a king? While you were still small, you emptied out. God placed you as a king. Now you think you're big. You know everything. You know even more than prophet Samuel, more than the God who placed him. Now it says, I'm king of Israel. Head and shoulders above every other man. The Bible says, he built a monument for himself. He didn't come to that place of separation, pouring out, humbling, like a child. It's like a, it's like a child that comes to tell you and say, I know you better than daddy. I know better than you. Child coming and tell you, I'll run your company. people who are on the phone all day and all night complacent and expect Lord to move mightily no even in the church people are messaging people are disconnected people are let's repent of that let's not waste our time on Instagram once in a way open your phone and see what's happening Let's just not be deceived by wasting our time on it. Get up in the morning and say good morning to the Lord. Let's break off that addiction of looking to the phone. You have to learn to separate from the phone. If you want the revival fire of God to come upon you, it doesn't come that way. You have to come to Jabok. Everybody said Jabok. Paul, after 27 years of ministry, his one desire was, I want to know the Lord more and the power of His resurrection and the fellowship in His suffering. Because he did not have the privilege of Peter, James and John, you know, who had a first-hand experience with God. He said, I didn't get that, so I want to even know the Lord a lot more. That's why he became the mighty of the apostles. Moses Bible says in Old Testament, Moses separated himself for 40 days. Elijah did it. Jeremiah was a separated prophet. It explains the anointing over our lives. If our anointing has to change, if beauty has to be revealed, this is the step we have to take. An idol is anything that substitutes for God. For some people, they think the phone. Look at Hosea chapter 4 the 17th verse. Ephraim is joined to idols. Let him alone. God is saying, Ephraim is joined to idols. Let him alone. Leave him alone. He has placed something more value than God. That's what an idol is. Anything that you substitute for God, may that not be a portion. Sometimes people call pastor. Pastor, I just called you Chumma. We don't have time. Chumma. We have to fellowship with the Holy Spirit. 24-7. Whatever you are doing. Asking what He has to say. Let that be our portion. The communion of the Holy Spirit. The communion of the Holy Spirit. What matters is the presence of God. It's spoken about Charles Minnie. 
he would have meetings in many places the revivalist in his days there would be no posters handbills websites advertisements when charles finney comes to a revival nothing was there charles finney would just come there was a father called father nash who would come before charles finney and come into every city before charles finney would come to minister into that city and he would sit in prayer and and intercede and and pray for the people in that city and after he prayed charles finney would just step into those cities and once he come into the city charles finney or finney will walk through that city walk through that city and he carried such a glory upon himself that people who were sitting in the road smoking will take the cigarette away people who are drinking will stop drinking people in that city living a life immoral lives will leave immorality and by the time he come to the stadium where he preaches the entire city would have followed into that city into that stage into that compound hallelujah glory to god let me tell you church blessed be the name of the lord let me tell you that is the kind of revival that is the kind of glory that we need to carry when we step into our place hallelujah oh raba sandala hatana doodala basatara every demon should know it is time to leave in the name of the lord that sort of a glory to be upon our church upon our lives in the name of the lord that's the kind of revival that we need hallelujah man to some magnetic attraction people would feel from the presence of god today everybody says i want to be a pastor i want to be a worship leader because that's all that they see revival is not about everybody becoming pastors and worship leaders you don't have to be the first thing that people need to know you know in the church is pastor what is the ministry can you tell me what's the ministry no ministry first thing what you need to be is to be set apart unto god and you cannot hide a person who is set apart for a long time god will reveal it and the presence of god becomes so rich even the house cook who cooks her food will heal the hallelujah rotten vegetables or the poisonous vegetables because such glory upon the housewife that nobody who eats half her food will not become sick come on somebody the businessman when the fire of god is all over your life the people will be drawn to you you don't have to hallelujah praise the lord uh, afraid that why business is not going to come you will draw people into your business i pray for such a time that the god's glory is going to be so rich hallelujah praise god you don't have to go after people will come and search for you come on for greatness for glory for mighty things hallelujah stotram that's what i want our church to be so much of the presence it will attract the city come on somebody you stitch some clothes and somebody who wears the clothes will be filled with the holy spirit <laughs> hallelujah you are a lecturer and a student ask you a question the moment you start speaking the student will start crying and repent before god that's the move of the holy spirit is going to come upon the body of christ amen what is the use of a thousand member church and 500 people are pastors are revealing Jesus to the world because you are changed a chabok that's what we need to do in this fasting and prayer and the day breaks you had an encounter you have something that caused a reaction from heaven to happen you have done something that caused a reaction you have done something earthly that caused a reaction you sought the lord in such a way that it caused a heavenly reaction it changed your life whether in workplace in your home in your neighborhood people see you as a vessel of honor in Jesus name tonight a prophesying over certain business people lecturers students pastors may the presence of god envelop you be a changed man a changed woman a changed housewife 
a changed father, a changed husband. Lift your hands and receive that in the name of the Lord. May you step in that kind of anointing, that kind of grace, that kind of blessing, that kind of the more of the Holy Spirit. A Jacob becoming Israel. Hallelujah. A new day is dawning where the church, hallelujah, of God is going to march out like an army for the glory of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. You're going to display and manifest the power and the glory of God through your life. Even your voice will carry the greatness and the glory and the splendor of the Lord. Your eyes will see, hallelujah, that you will be free from Khan's spirit. In the name of Jesus. And even, Pastor said, there was a time in his life where the place that he stayed, that road was, demons used to manifest. That's a kind of anointing. The roads that you and I live, the demons will be manifesting and leave. That locality in the name of the Lord. May your locality be free in the name of the Lord. May the apartments that you live be free. May the houses and the places that you live, may the people living in that place be free in the name of Jesus. Lift your hands and receive it now. Oh, hallelujah. What matters is the presence of God. That matters to every pastor who seeks the Lord. Don't be upset if your calls are not picked, your message is not answered. That's not important. What is important is to carry you into the presence of God. Tonight, I want you to have these kinds of actions in your life. The day will break on you and the glory of God will rise upon you. Close your eyes in prayer.